Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our email inbox. And it is from a mom asking about her son having a really tough time on a play date. Her son is nine years old and got together for a long-awaited play date with a friend at a bowling alley. The scoring system was not working correctly, and her son got really frustrated. She says he decided that he wasn't bowling, and his friend seemed gracious but also uncomfortable, essentially alienated for 20 minutes during the play date. I spent the remainder of the play date whisper shouting to my son to get it together and stop ignoring his friend, trying to empathize with my son and help him move past the issue. Also faking I was having a good time despite my son's choices. I was embarrassed for me and the child. What could I have done differently? Or is this a case of there is no solution? There is no solution to your son's freak out. Basically, many of us have been there. There is a very special hot burning shame of my kid is ruining the play date. And raise your hand if you've been there, unless you're driving, because we are all raising our hands. And it is a terrible feeling. And you definitely end up that mom who is like, get it together. You've been wanting to do this. Looking back in hindsight, having had three kids and having had this happen on a lot of different playdates. I think what happens is our desire for it to go perfectly and then our shame that our kid is not performing correctly under pressure come together and we decide that we have to pretend what is happening is not happening. I would suggest when possible to think about that before this situation comes up and realize that what is happening while frustrating and not what we wanted is what is happening. And so what I think I would do is say to son having a hard time, wow, this is really frustrating. We've been looking forward to this for a long time and you are not getting the play date you wanted because of this very annoying bowling glitch why don't you sit out for a couple of minutes and I know how frustrated you're feeling, so I'll keep checking in with you and then say to playmate, son's name is having a really hard time with this very annoying glitch, 
but it's working now. So why don't you and I keep bowling and we'll keep checking in on Sun to see how he's doing. And I have found, and I've talked before on the podcast about having this recurring dream where I'm being chased by a monster and that as I got older, I realized even while I was dreaming it that I could turn around and stare the monster down or just basically look at the monster and I would wake up from my bad dream. And this is old lady advice, but there's very little that I would say is worse to run from than to stare at. And this is just one of those examples. I think giving voice You have a four-year-old who is the kid at the party who is throwing a gigantic tantrum while everybody else is having a birthday tea party. I think it's fine to say my kid is having a really hard time and is not really able to participate well. Let me just take them out for a couple minutes and we'll keep trying to come back in and we'll see if it works. What ends up happening instead is, as Amy says, the pain is in the gap. We get embarrassed that our kid is not doing the right thing, and we start tap dancing as fast as we can to be like, it's all okay. It's fine. Oh, we'll be right back at tea. Can you stop throwing this tantrum? We've got to get back to the tea party. And we start putting on a whole performance that like, no, no, don't look at what's going on. We are actually perfect parents. It's fine for a nine-year-old to get too frustrated to participate in an activity that goes wrong. They also feel that pressure for the play date to be perfect. When it starts going wrong, then they get frustrated. And I know a lot of kids, and I'm speaking about my own, when it starts to go wrong, then it's like, I've ruined the play date and it's all getting worse. I think as adults, the calmer we can be, and listen, guys, it's super hard. I'm saying think about this in the abstract so that we can try to do a little bit better at the time. The calmer we can be and say, oh, I hate this feeling. Be as frustrated as you want. Your friend and I are going to keep bowling. I will check back with you every five minutes and see how you're feeling. And we can always keep playing or you can sit out the rest of the day. No pressure. I know how frustrated you are. And then to the friend, well, this wasn't ideal. Let's keep playing and hope that Sun feels like joining us at some point. And I think this is an example where you don't always have to make your own kid feel better, especially if they behaved badly in the moment in response to something, that it is okay to say to kids, yeah, you're feeling bad because you took that moment of frustration and then you kind of ran with it and the play date kind of got worse and that really doesn't feel good and i think sometimes as modern parents we never want to dial in on like hey that was kind of bad behavior and you're probably feeling pretty bad about it and that's probably right i mean you kind of should feel bad you you made some bad choices there and know your kid, don't dial in and beat up on a kid who's already beating up on themselves. But there are definitely times where I have had to say to my kids after playdates who are saying to me, I feel bad, I ruined the playdate, that I have found myself saying, yeah, I get it. You do feel bad because you did make some bad choices there and that feels bad. So let's strategize about how not to do that again. But actually, it's kind of okay to sit with that stinky feeling of, I was 
the aunt at the picnic today and that doesn't feel good and i think it's okay to have that conversation as long as you kind of watch the line of you're not piling on a kid who's already in like a place where they're feeling terrible about themselves these things happen these things stink when they happen but i hope that helps if you have a question for myself or amy you can Ask them on our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash whatfreshhellcast. You can send them by email, info at whatfreshhellpodcast.com, or you can ask them live and in person by clicking the mic on our website, whatfreshhellpodcast.com, and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.